Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses come to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. What's going on, everybody? Xander Kirby here, Down to Business Podcast, and we are going to jump right in today. Thank you so much for being one of our listeners across the 10 or more countries, and uh, we, we just thank you. I want to hop right in today and talk about a subject um, that I that's fresh in my mind. just had a long conversation with some, some guys about it, and, um, you know, I get a lot of messages uh across the internet, across Instagram, across Facebook, email, uh, from lots of business owners. And over the last several weeks, one theme has kept coming up over and over and over again. And I just want to kind of chat about that today. I might be a little fiery and passionate, but uh, it's because I think it really matters. And that is um, the subject of being a victim and, and what it looks like as business owners or at just as people to understand the difference between being a victim and living victory. And so kind of the backstory with this, I was talking to a guy a few weeks ago and he had messaged me, um, really, really cool dude. It's actually been a couple guys, but I'll just use one. And basically was just giving me the lowdown on his situation. Um, Business was failing, family's health was failing, you know, had $1,200 in the bank account, and basically gave me like seven different reasons why none of it was his, I'm not going to say his fault, but his fault, and um, and how there was nothing he could do to change it. Like, just, I feel trapped, I feel like there's nothing I can do, I don't know why God's done this to me, I don't know why this has happened, I I just think I'm going to just close down and just give up. And if you you guys, you know, if some of you have met me in person, if you guys know anything about me, you've been a listener a long time, we've had this podcast for a long time, follow me on social media, whatever, one thing you can bet all your money on about myself is that I simply do not believe that there's ever a period at the end of the day. There's always a comma. And what I mean by that is you're never trapped. You're, the game is never over. The You don't have to wave the white flag when it comes to life. And it won't, guess what? Life's not going to let you. I just had one of my best friends, his wife... His, his wife's brother, who's 21, just passed away from a tragic car accident. And great young man, loved God, 21 years old, was about to go to the Olympic trials. Was about to graduate college in 45 days. Doesn't make any sense. Gets hit, you know, long story, but airbags don't go off. rest of the people in the car walk away. He doesn't make it. And I'm at the funeral, and I'm watching her mother, the mother of this young man that passed, John Hunter. And not only did he pass, but she's already lost another daughter to leukemia. So she's 
she's had to bury two children in her lifetime. And at the funeral, I'm crying my eyes out thinking about my three kids and just imagining the pain she's going through and my my buddy and his wife are going through. And there's a worship song that comes on and everyone's been asked to sit, to listen, and she stands up and raises her hands to the heavens and praises God. And I just am sitting there flabbergasted. And I'm using this as an example of this woman has lost so much. But guess what? Life doesn't stop. That's what's so crazy about the game of life. There's no pause button. There's no, I'll watch the next episode tomorrow. I'll come back to it. Life keeps going. And one huge problem with this generation that we live in, I'm 30, I get it, I'm a millennial, but I got kicked out a long time ago. I don't know what generation I belong to. I'm a foster, so anyone wants to adopt me, I'm I'm game. But with Gen Z, millennials, you know, 15-year-olds to 40-year-olds now, there is a massive problem, not everybody, generally speaking, with living with a victim mentality. That if something happened, it's not your fault, or there's nothing you can do to overcome it, woe is me, oh my gosh, Shouldn't we should just, you know, for example, oh man, the government should fix it for me. Joe Biden should fix it for me. Universal basic income should fix it for me. My tax refund should fix it for me. I mean, the list goes on. Um, And it's just absurd, guys. And I just want to encourage anybody who is struggling through or has been living in this mindset to think about for a second how much it's holding you back. You know, when I first started... I want to give you guys, this is not a victory story here. I'm just going to tell you my story about this so you can see. I I became, I I grew up with a lot. My parents owned a business. We were well off. I got anything and everything I needed. They were very good to me. Gave me every opportunity to meet the Lord. Went to church camp, everything. I was unbelievably selfish and just did not... Um, did not do what I was supposed to and not do what I should have been doing. Go to college on a baseball scholarship, thinking I'm just the man. After my freshman year, just partying, girls, bad in school, red shirt, don't play much in baseball. Totally hit the floor and had every reason to quit. Had every reason. I almost did. I almost transferred. I almost said I'm going to junior college and I'm just going to go swallow in my misery. My parents had cut me off financially. They kicked me out of the house. I'm living with this dude I don't even know. I've got 50 bucks in my bank account. And instead of giving up, I decided to put my big boy pants on and figure it out. And I go back to school. I take a summer class so I can go back to school. And my life changed forever. I met Christ. And I really started understanding that life is what you make it. 
excuse me. Life is what you make it. And we all, sure, we come from different backgrounds. We come from different situations. Some of you listening right now might be employees making 16 bucks an hour. You don't have to be. It's not, it could be a great place. I, I mean, I Corey Ballard told me a story one time, CEO, um, former co-founder of Perfect Cut, one of the biggest landscape companies in the country, sold for crazy amounts of money, millions and millions of dollars. Their president of their company started as a $14 an hour irrigation tech. Dude went from 14 bucks an hour changing sprinkler heads to making oodles of six figures and running the entire company. He didn't sit there and say, this is what I have to be. And you don't have to either. And that's what I want to, if you don't hear this through the speakers of your car or the AirPods, wherever you are at, you're not stuck and you're not a victim. You can push through, man. Like Now, you can't do it alone. No amount of like self-resilience is going to get you there. You need a few factors. You need people who are going to encourage you. You need, you know, I think faith is the most important piece of this. And if you're not a person of faith, if you have any questions, I'd love to talk to you about that. Please message me on any of our platforms, Green Industry Guy or Down to Business on Instagram. But I, I don't really know how you don't, I don't really understand how you live without a faith foundation. Um, because what are we all doing this for then? Like, if we're not doing something and, and doing life for a purpose greater than ourselves and a in a eternity rather than oh, if I pass away today, then I had a good run and I'll never remember it. So who cares? I mean, what a morbid way to think. And practically, just speaking, it's practically doesn't make any sense. Why would we even go to work if we were going to be dead in 30 years and not be non-existent? Why would we love people? Why does it matter? If there's nothing after this, why does any of it matter? It doesn't. Lawns, landscaping, and outdoor awesomeness. It's what your business does best. Managing your vehicles and optimizing efficiency with the latest technology is what GPS Tracket does best. GPS Tracket provides a 24-7 view of where your company vehicles are and how efficiently they're operating, saving you time and money. With more than 12,000 customers, GPS Tracket has delivered peace of mind for lawn and landscape companies for 20 years. Are you ready to protect your vehicles and save money? Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call the number that's attached here in our link on our show notes or anywhere on social media or visit www.gpstrackit.com to learn more. So if you're living in this victim place where you've stabbed your, let's use the analogy, you've stabbed yourself, but you're blaming everybody else for your bleeding. And Everything is everyone else's fault or your situation is, well, you know, I just didn't grow up with the right parents or family. Look, I'm not saying none of that made it hard and really not fair to you. I'm not saying that. Lots of people had bad starts. But you're in charge. You're, man, like, you're, you're able to be in charge of your next lap. 
Like, just because your first mile sucked doesn't need, mean, mean the marathon has to. And you can't live in victory if you're living in victimhood. And until you surrender that, until you say each day is a fresh start, each day gives me an opportunity to be better than I was yesterday, you're not going to see change in your life. I was telling uh, my buddies here at Pure Marketing, I was telling them about a crazy statistic. I went to college. I graduated in 2015. So that was, this will be eight years since I graduated college. So I'm 30, okay, to give you guys context. I'm 30 years old. My wife and I got married. I was 23 and she was 21, so we're super young. We're going into celebrating year eight in November. I can count, I know of at least 10 to 15 couples that I went to college with who are already divorced by the age of 28 to 30. Um, That's just from college. I know of 40, 30 to 40 couples that have been either been friends, employees, colleagues, any of that stuff, who have been divorced. They were married and divorced within two to five years. And there's always asterisks to that. There's always things that, um, you know, were outside of someone's control, but that's pretty alarming, right? And that's pretty crazy. And I think marriage can be a really uh, great teacher for this Adversity that we need to all learn to love and work through. And so often now in marriage where maybe someone's listening right now who's about to, to wave the white flag on their marriage. I just want to encourage you, don't. You know, unless it's a situation of physical physical safety or, or something of that nature. I don't want to just plug it in one thing, but don't give up, man. Marriage is the most beautiful picture of the gospel when done right. And marriage is the best thing on earth when done right. It's the it's one of the hardest, but it's one it's maybe the best. And I want to shout out my wife Faith. I am absolutely blessed with an amazing wife. And I told her that last night. I'm so thankful for her and the way she loves me, loves our kids, loves other people. And if you're struggling in your marriage right now, I'm just here to tell you don't give up. But business owners, managers, whoever's listening, just remember you don't have to be a victim. You you're cho- you choose to be a victim. And every day you live in victimhood, the enemy's winning. And you're burning another day that you could have made a difference in the world. Because you're blaming everybody else. And and that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do is live in a place where you're on a treadmill, you're walking, but you're not really going anywhere. You feel like you're on the journey, but you get off the treadmill and guess what? You're in the exact same place you were in when you started. Don't be that person. Don't be that business owner. Don't be that husband, father, mother, daughter. Don't be that. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to help you. I, I've been there. But the day I started taking my life in my own hands and saying, God, my life is not my own. 
you give me a great opportunity, and I'm going to take every day as serious as I can and do as much as I can with what you've given me, and I'm not going to wait for somebody else to do it for me. I'm going to move my feet, work with my hands, use my mind because you gave it to me, and I'm going to do as best I can for your glory. Everything changed for me, and I haven't done it perfect. I've made some huge mistakes. I've seen some really cool stuff happen. There's things I regret. I did something a few weeks ago that still eats me alive and, um, you know, laid off a couple people when I sold my company, part of my company, uh, in a way that I shouldn't have done. And I hurt some people with that who worked for me for a couple years. And I'm sitting here right now, just, it still hurts me, and I'm trying to figure out how to ask forgiveness from them. But don't be a victim. Go figure out how to live in victory. I think it comes through Christ. You may not think that, and that's okay. But you can find it through taking your life by the reins and saying, I'm not going to live in the mud anymore. I'm getting up. I'm going to pull myself up. I'm going to make something happen. So hopefully this episode was motivating to you. I appreciate you guys for being listeners. Make sure that you uh, come back next time, next week, and... um, Follow us on social media, Down to Business Podcast. Message me there. Anyone DMs us on Instagram, Down to Business Podcast, I'll make sure I respond to immediately. And uh, we thank you guys for being listeners. Xander Kirby here, Down to Business Podcast, where your business is our business. Victory over victimhood. Thanks, guys. Thanks.